Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Inspect a gadget with Clarissa Montero and Christopher Lim from the Business Times with Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Inspector Gadget on Money FM 89.3. I'm Teresa Montero, joined on the phone by Christopher Lim, digital editor at the Business Times, for our last edition of Inspector Gadget for 2021, which also happens to be our Christmas special uh, 2021. Christopher has got a long list of things he wants to recommend if you haven't done your year-end shopping yet. I mean, my thing is, what are you slacking? But, okay, last-minute shoppers, here are Christopher's suggestions. I mean, it's only 10. You make it sound like there's a really, really long list. It's only 10. And, uh, you know... Usually we give them three. 10 is a very long list. And and in no particular order, okay? So it's 10 in no particular order. Uh, And, and of course, yes, it's for the year-end shopping season, but they're also kind of like uh, uh, highlights of the year, I think, and, and represent things that really stood out this year. So, okay, without further ado, top of the list... First on my list, anyway, is the Philips Fresh Air Mask Series 6000, which is uh, a motorized filtration mask where you wear in your face. And, and this sort of exemplifies our year and, and the year before, actually, right? I mean, we have to wear masks. So it's nice to have a high-tech mask that does a little more than your average disposable mask. Not that nothing wrong with disposable masks, but this is sort of the next level up. That's first on the list. $169. Why did I pick it? It's probably the most comfortable motorized mask out there. You don't feel like you're wearing a helmet. It feels like a mask that gets snug on your face. Uh, doesn't feel like a helmet, but does more than your average, you know, non-motorized, you know, disposable surgical mask. We did talk about this not too long ago. I, I'm recalling it came in pink or something like that. Pink? Serious? It was it? it was one of the only things I remembered about what you said about this one, but I could be wrong. Maybe yes, I it think was... you remember that because I, I, I think of black, right? But yeah, I mean, it's... No, this one it comes in black and, and with a light silver cover. Mm. The, the pink one, I think, was, was another one. Oh, okay. Well, fine then. I want the pink one. It's not for everyone, yeah. And even if you love pink, it might not be the everyday color for you. I love pink, okay? But... Not the everyday color. Mm, all right. Now, Dyson Anything is is a good buy. I love my Dyson, what do you call them? What, those what fans? What do you call them? The, you know, those, <laughs> the Dyson fan. I, I love know, my Dyson I, I, I fan. Yeah, yeah are they the best? What are they? Bladeless fans. I love Bladeless, them. Absolutely. Love them. Okay, that's not number two, okay? It's the Dyson V12 Detect Slim vacuum cleaner. You mentioned vacuum cleaner, right? In the blur. <laughs> the, yeah, this is the Detect Slim. What's so special? In addition to having, you know, no blade, really good with suction and all that, uh, the key here is this laser that illuminates dust wherever you have. I, mean, I don't like that. Sword. I don't like that feature <laughs> because you know you'll just never stop cleaning. Yeah, but I don't know about you, Clarissa, but are your eyes really good? Sometimes I can't see stuff, you know. Do I need, is it done? Is it done yet? If you, if it's not done, done yet or maybe you're not sure if it's done yet, you may do 10 passes and run out of battery, right? Because the, the V12 of the Tech Slim is a battery powered, one of Dyson's battery powered models. So you want to then do 10 passes over everything just use the laser, you know, turn on that detect laser and see if it's done yet. 
Or maybe we don't even need to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cute. And it's $899. But I still say the Ecovac D-Bot with the pet-friendly additions. I mean, when, when I say pet-friendly, it means that you've got a, a bigger dust collection thing. And uh, what I really like is the brushes are, are not tangled. You know, once you, you have all the pet fur going through the, the mm-hmm. D-Bot, uh, it's so easy to clean. I love it. It is the best thing I have introduced into my home this year. Uh, and this is having had D-Bots from previous years. This one is the best extra D-Bot in my house. It's very telling, right, that we're getting exciting about, excited about vacuum cleaners because we're spending so much time at home. All these things, these quality of life uh, gadgets make a difference. We notice them even more. Yes, and uh, you know, when I talk to my boss, I can actually say, I am vacuuming the floor right now while I'm actually sitting down there having a cup of coffee. Not bad, right? Not bad, not bad. Well, like well, that's what technology is for, to make your life easier, right? <laughs> Yes, Google, start Debot. <laughs> there you go. And, and now that we've talked about masks, and then you got to wax lyrical about vacuum cleaner, uh, I've been saving the eye-rolling thing for number three, you know. Routers, yes, routers, internet systems, routers. Yeah, yeah, because I started with that, right? You, you would have given me grief. You're still going to give me grief, but I thought I'd soften you up, vacuum cleaner, mm-hmm, mask first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And number three on my list is the Netgear Orbi Pro Wi-Fi 6 mesh system. Um, you know, I've tested it for a while and just bowled me over by its sheer performance. Uh, it, it's really powerful. I, I mentioned before in a previous episode, it's not for everyone, but if you want absolute power, this system is just out of this world. So the base system is one uh, base unit plus one satellite, and it comes as a, as a pack in one box. Mm-hmm. So you get one base unit and then one satellite. You can add more satellites. You can add up to six. What's really impressive is with just one satellite, you get really, really good coverage and consistent performance, even if you are blanketed by all your neighbors' mesh systems and, and signals. Because, I mean, it's understandable. Everyone has you know their own system. This stands up two units, really, really good speed and consistency. And for the, the geeks out there, two specifications really stand out. Uh, first is Wi-Fi 6. It helps to um, future-proof your, your system. So even if not all your devices support Wi-Fi 6, which is this internet protocol, which is basically faster than previous generations. Getting a router that's Wi-Fi 6 is just good sense right now because, I mean, that's the standard. And if you buy a new gadget, new laptop, or whatever, it will likely be Wi-Fi 6 and you'll benefit from this. So the Orbi Pro Wi-Fi 6 mesh system, as it says in the name, is Wi-Fi 6 enabled. And for me, very importantly, there's what you call this backhaul channel. There's this extra channel. There are three channels all right, which means for the average person, more consistent speed, coverage, and yeah, no traffic jams in your in your home wireless system. You know, I had I not had a mesh system installed in my house, I would have not understood anything you just said. But I have to admit, now that we've got a mesh system, my husband or my children do not annoy me. It's no joke. It makes a difference, right? It makes a huge difference. Yeah, but not all mesh systems are, are created equal. And this system we're talking about, the Netgear Orbi Pro, right? Tri-band mesh system, really can ex- caters for the obsessive compulsive tweaker if you are 
even if you aren't, I mean, you get the benefits. But if you want to, you can have up to four separate SSIDs, meaning four separate networks. You can uh, dedicate one internal network just for your wireless sound system so that it doesn't interfere with anything else. You can dedicate uh, a certain parts of your spectrum for certain gadgets. And it's not that you want to do it. It's that maybe your system isn't working optimally. And if you don't have the ability to fine-tune, then you can't do anything about it. It's either buy more satellites satellite uh, uh, transmitters, or you buy a new system. Whereas here, you can actually go and try and troubleshoot. You have the power to go in and troubleshoot, which is nice. All right. So now that you've got your mesh system, you definitely need to have your Google Nest hub, which I also have, and I think it's a wonderful addition to my house. I don't know why you make me buy all these things, but apparently you do. That's great, okay? And this is the second gen. Okay, The first gen was already great. And what is this? This is basically a standalone unit for for Google Assistant. So if you have an Android-powered phone, you already have Google, Google Assistant. You say, hey, Google, you know, do this for me. You're actually talking to Google Assistant in your phone. This is baked into the Google Nest Hub, which comes with a touchscreen. So you can, you can prod at it to select things on the touchscreen in addition to talking to it. The sound quality is pretty good. And if you have kids, it will save you having to, having to do searches for them. I mean, and go and ask. Go, go and talk to the Google Nest Hub, you know, how to spell, what's the conversion, oh, you know, set an alarm, yeah, 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 do your work in 10 minutes, hey Google, 10-minute timer, starting now, right, that kind of thing. You know, so, if Google could talk back, Google would say, oh my goodness, you Singaporean parents are so spoiled. It, it, it does talk back to you, actually. <laughs> Last night, uh, one of my sons said, oh, you know, Google, I love my daddy, and Google said, that's so sweet. Don't be freaked out, folks. You know, that's, that's, it, it doesn't do that unbidden, you know. You have, to, you have to engage it like that. And then there are cute responses once in a while. No, thank you. I do not want Google anything to talk back to me. Just starting vacuum cleaner is all I need to hear. Uh, so yeah, and then you can do that, right, from the Google Nest Hub. There you go. Yes, I know. It is great. I walk, into, I walk up to Google and I go, Google, start all the bots. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Very handy. It's basically a Google Assistant speaker, but with a screen. Yes. And you say, why? Why would you need a screen too? Because not everything is is it can easily be done with words. So you can start a command with words. But then, what if you want to see the timer? What if you want to see a bunch of currencies? What if you want to quickly pull up um, a YouTube recipe video? That's where you really appreciate the screen. And, and for $139, I mean, it's not exorbitant, I figure. All right. Well, I do have the screen and I do have this second gen thing, which because, you know, you make me buy these things. Moving on to something I'm definitely not buying. Yeah. Um, not because I don't think it's a great gadget, because I do think it's a great gadget because I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the THX Onyx DAC amp dongle? Yes. Oh, see, I softened you up with the Google Nest first, right? <laughs> and now we get to hardcore, relatively hardcore audiophile products, right? Okay, so what is this? This is a USB-C dongle, that, uh, meaning you know, it's a device of, about the length of two fingers that you plug into your phone. If you have, for example, a USB-C equipped phone, such as most Android phones these days, or a laptop, or a desktop computer with a your USB-C uh, 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 which, a port. Oh, I can't even say. I'm losing my mind. Port, or, and you can use an adapter if you don't have a USB-C port. And what this allows you to do is to plug in wired 
headphones. That's the key here. So if you want to use wired headphones, you'll notice that many phones these days don't come with a headphone jack. So you you can either get a, the cheapest headphone jack dongle you can find, or you can get something really, really powerful and high-tech like the THX Onyx, which is um, uh, you know, a partnership with Razer, so you have to, have to buy it on Razer's website, Razer.com. And why it makes my list is it, ter- it turns your phone into really, really good audiophile-grade music player. Right? Really, really, really impressive. And it can power pretty most headphones you throw at it, full-size headphones. And that's, that's, that's a newish thing. In the past, if you wanted to properly drive a full-size pair of, he- pair of headphones, you wanted a desk- desktop amp. You-, you needed a desktop headphone amp. No longer the THX Onyx drove whatever I had, you know, 600-ohm headphones, you know, Dynamic, Sennheiser, you name it. Say, no, no problem. Plug them in. I plugged them in. Sounded great, right? Okay, but this is why I don't want this gadget, because you buy this TX. Uh, THX Onyx D, 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 D amplifier and the next thing you know you are buying a $2,000 pair of in-ear headphones that, yeah right which is number 6 right the Sennheiser mm. IE900 in-ears and the reason it makes my list even with that price other than the fact that right, you just want us to go bankrupt buying all these gadgets huh it's so much money for headphones. It's a lot of money, but no, there's a reason it makes my list. It makes my list. Dear listeners, I'll, 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 see, I'll talk to our listeners, I'll stop talking to you. Maybe you, you don't get it. Okay? <laughs> it is that in a year where Sennheiser spun off its consumer d- uh, uh, division and, and people wondered, you know, is Sennheiser going to stop making audiophile earphones? Instead of saying, you know, we will or protesting too much, he simply launched the RE900, which is by far amazing pair of in-ear, in-ear headphones. Fantastic audiophile grade. So a lot of money, but you're getting abs- the absolute state-of-the-art, top flight. Really, really something. And yes, it does happen to match number five, right? The THX Onyx headphone. Yes, I'm sure. Well. But I, you know, I, I fainted and almost died at the price tag. I'm a lot happier with the price tag of the Creative Outlier Air V3. Yes. And again, it makes the list, right? That's number seven. The creator, uh, <laughs> Creative Outlier Air V3. Truly Wireless in-ears. It's, it's here because uh, this is the year that Truly Wireless in-ear headphones with noise cancelling dropped below the $100 mark, right? That's very nice. That, that's sort of like uh, saying in-ears are for everyone and it's not just entry-level uh, uh, Truly Wireless in-ears. It's mid, mid-range, you know, solid mid-range truly wireless in-ears with noise cancelling and the works with good microphones. It, it screens out sound. Less than 100 bucks, $89. So it's both the feature set, noise cancelling now, and truly wireless earphones, less than 100 bucks. So number seven. All righty then. So rounding up Christopher Lim, digital editor of the Business Times, our resident Inspector Gadgets, uh, top 10. Uh, gadgets that I am afraid I have and wish I didn't. What are you afraid? Wearables, embrace them. <laughs> I don't like them because they tell me I'm a lazy slacker who should get off my chair and go walk. That's why you need them. Uh, yes, wearables can be naggy. I, I admit they can be naggy. Yes, mine uh, are definitely naggy and it doesn't matter whether it is an Apple Watch or a Galaxy Watch or a Fitbit, they all nag. Okay, so... 
Number eight, right? Apple Watch Series 7. I have to say that if you are an iPhone user, that really is still the default option. If nothing else, right, right, for the automatic unlocking of your phone. So basically, if you are an Apple Watch, it doesn't have to be a Series 7. This just happens to be the latest, Series 7. But if you're an Apple Watch user and you're wearing a mask and you, you take out your iPhone, it will automatically unlock it for you because it knows that, yep, uh, the owner is looking at it because your watch is there within, pro- you know, in proximity, Bluetooth proximity. That is like a daily convenience, right? <laughs> you have to unlock your phone how many times with a mask on, especially if you commute a lot to go in and out of building, buildings, etc. So that's why I say the Apple Watch Series 7 is uh, I, the, the standard, the default choice if you're an iPhone user. Starts at $599 for the smallest case, a 41mm case. Bluetooth, no LTE, aluminium case, and basic straps. It goes up above above a thousand if you want very fancy materials, titanium and all that. But the LTE models are still below a thousand dollars, and the LTE models let you make phone calls from your watch, etc. So that's why number eight, number nine, the Galaxy Watch Four series, and I, I think it, it does. The, Samsung really deserves you know uh, a nod here because to me. The the Samsung Galaxy Watch 4 series is is now currently the de facto smartwatch for your average Android user because there there are a few models and it it uses uh, the the Android Wear OS it, it's not a proprietary OS and it just works very well very very nicely it's sort of come of age so the Galaxy Watch series has I feel mm, grown up. The Watch 4 series is fully mature, doesn't have to make any apologies, really, really good and affordable because it starts at $398 for the smallest case, 40mm, Bluetooth only. It does go up you know, to you know, 748 for the largest case, the 46mm Classic. Now, the Classic is the most analog-like model with LTE. And there's currently a $50 promo for all models as well, so you can mentally take $50 off. Very good for Android users. So, I mean, I have to say the Galaxy, I have had a previous iteration of the, the Galaxy. The, the Watch 4 looks a lot better. It's very nice because Samsung has pretty much streamlined its, its wearable line. I mean, there's still the, the, the fit model, that active, sorry, the active model. Uh, but, you know, instead of having, you know, uh, the classic being a different one and a whole bunch of different you know, versions of it. There's basically just the standard Watch 4 series, which is the sporty model. And then the classic, which is the more dressy version. And so it's sort of easier to choose, makes sense of. And the feature set and usability is really, really solid. So I, I can heartily recommend that if you're an Android user. Now, I ditched my Galaxy Watch for a Fitbit because mm-hmm. I find everything that I need my watch to do, um, the Fitbit does. And because of its price point, and, and bear with me on this one, because of the Fitbit price point, I, I'm a bit rougher on it and I don't care. Uh, it, it depends which Fitbit you have, right? So my number 10, the final item I, I've picked right today is the Fitbit Charge 5, which is a really, really premium uh, fitness tracker. But it also is a stone's throw away from smartwatch territory. And so it, it, it's different from, say, the, Fit, you know, the, you know, the Fitbit Inspire HR, you know, which is just over 100 bucks, if I remember right. So there are more affordable, stripped-down versions. And then, yeah, you can be rougher with them. You don't want 
to be too rough with your you know, $288 Fitbit Charge 5, but it is absolutely phenomenal. So what is it, right? It is a top-notch fitness tracker with some uh, watch, smartwatch features, but not everything, because they, Fitbit does have its smartwatches, Fitbit Sense, etc., uh, and Versa 3. But it's for those who, i tell you what I have. Right wrist is Fitbit Charge 5, left wrist is Apple Watch. So you're, it, it, it's, if you don't need yet another smartwatch, or you don't want a smartwatch at all, because it's tiny, it, it's your typical tracker. So there's, it's, the screen is the width of the band, which is very narrow. But it's very visible. It's this bright OLED screen. I can't believe that such a small screen is so useful and so bright, so so legible. And it does everything I wanted to do. It it does some tracking, some fitness tracking, better than any smartwatch I've used, actually. Especially its automatic uh, exercise recognition. So basically, you don't have to keep fiddling with it. Just want to run, just go and run now. It'll recognize that you went to run. Hey, that's that's nice. Otherwise, you're always tapping at your, your watch to say, oh, yeah, I'm starting now, I'm stopping now. Yes, Apple Watch and Android watches such as Galaxy Watch also have automatic uh, exercise recognition. I've tested them all. Nothing's quite as good as the Fitbit Charge 5's automatic exercise recognition. So it saves a lot of time. I actually thought it was a lot better than I expected it to be. And I really didn't want to get the Fitbit Charge 5, but it is actually a, a lot better than I thought it would be. I don't have it anymore. I got kidnapped by, you know, a cub. Oh, well, you've got to get yourself uh, one again because, <laughs> right, battery life alone has been a, a revelation in that it, it's about a week. Slightly less if you use it a lot, so about a week between charges. So you just put it on, you can sleep, be with it, bathe with it. You don't have to keep charging it. And this is especially useful if you want to use uh, a device to track your sleep, which I do. If you want to use an Apple Watch to track your sleep, you have to charge it before you sleep. Because, I mean, even if you're very, very parsimonious with your power use, it won't last you the night if you don't charge it through the day right. or before you sleep. So every day before you sleep, you're rushing to charge it. It helps that the Series 7, the Apple Watch Series 7, has fast charging, so that helps. But even then, what, what is this? I have to quickly charge my watch before sleeping just so I can track my sleep? You can do it, but... It's, it's a hassle. It is a hassle. Not to. It, you shouldn't have to, honestly. And it's wonderful not to have to. Right, wonderful okay. Not to have to. Now, we're not going to tell you which one of these 10s are our star buys because they are all star buys. We hope that uh, if you haven't already gotten your Christmas presents sorted for Christmas this year, this was a helpful list for you. This has been Inspector Gadget on Money FM 89.3. Uh, and the last Inspector Gadget for 2021. I'm Clarissa Montero, our resident Inspector Gadget, Christopher Lim, digital editor of the Business Times. Hopefully we'll return for 2022 season. Stay with us on Singapore's most influential radio station. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.